Hi there, and welcome to Vineyard Church Delaware County's podcast. My name is Michael Hansen. I'm the lead pastor here at the church, and I am so glad that you have joined us for this week's message. I'm going to have a little bit more to say at the end, but for now, enjoy the teaching. Hey, VCDC, so great to be with you and get a chance to share with you this morning. Um, hey, we're in the middle of this series that we're calling Hindsight is 2020, kind of a play on that saying. And we're basically looking at uh, our four connects, our mission statement. We do a series on our mission statement at the beginning pretty much of every year. That's kind of become a tradition for us. And we're looking at these four connects in light of what is what we're coming, the year that we've just come out of. You know, all the things that we've experienced in 2020 and that are still going on, if we could have seen what was coming ahead of time, if we could have had clear 2020 vision to have seen that coming, how would we have responded to that? How, how have we responded in our four connects? And just for those of you who may not be aware, our, our four connects, our mission statement are, we want everybody at VCDC to connect with God, to connect with your purpose, to connect with the church, and to connect with the community. And so... In light of what we're coming out of, God, what would you want to teach us and refine in us and have us learn, learn uh, going into this next year uh, as all of this stuff is still going on? And today I want to talk specifically about connecting with your purpose and, and what that can, should look like and can look like uh, in relationship with God. So I was reading this article the other day. It was an opinion article based on uh, this author's idea of how they felt discovering your purpose, you should go about doing that. What does it look like to find your purpose in life? And, and really, basically, the idea of this, this author was that just finding our purpose is like a life of just trial and error. It's try kind of as many different things as you can to figure out what brings you fulfillment. So whether that's interests, career ideas, ideologies, belief systems, find something that brings you fulfillment, brings you life. But what was kind of discouraging and uh, depressing about the article in the end was basically the author said, but just so you know, most people don't ever figure that out or they don't figure it out until very late in life. And even those lucky few who do find it early in life end up spending a lot of time just adjusting and realizing what they thought brought them fulfillment after a little while doesn't anymore. And they have to find the next thing to bring them purpose. And so the gist of the article, which was in the end was kind of just depressing, was basically this idea of life is a never-ending search for purpose only to never really find it. And I, 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 I feel for people like that because I believe there are so many people who do kind of believe that's what purpose is like. Uh, with everything that has happened in 2020, globally, nationally, individually, you know, I know many people are out there wondering, what's the point? You know, what is the purpose? What is the purpose of life? What is my purpose? You know, I thought I knew my purpose, but that has been shaken or taken from me this past year. Do you feel like that today? Do you feel like your purpose in life has been shaken or taken from you? So many people associate their purpose primarily with their career, their job. And this year has shaken or taken their job from them. Or maybe their business isn't thriving and it's struggling to tread above water and they were hoping that it would grow, but, it, but they're, they're not seeing that. 
And it's, it's taken this sense of purpose for them. Or maybe for you, you find your purpose in a role or a position. It could be a, a volunteer role in a ministry, an organization. It could be uh, within your family. And this year of canceling things, of postponing things, of being isolated from so many loved ones has really taken that sense of purpose or shaken that sense of purpose for you. You know, when I think about connecting with our purpose and what God has to say about our purpose, I think of it in two ways. In two ways. The first is very specific, very unique to every single one of you, that God made you on purpose for a specific, unique purpose, and that he has those specific things for you to do. And then the second way I like to look at purpose is kind of a more general sense of purpose, a common sense of purpose that we can all relate to, that is true for all of us, that God wants for every single human being. And today, in this talk, in this setting, I want to talk to you mostly about our, our general or common sense of purpose. But if you want to explore what your maybe your more specific purpose is, what the unique callings that God has for your life, I would really encourage you to sign up and take our equipped class that's coming up January 26th on Tuesday night, the, the class that's called Discovering Your Shape. I know we talked about it in the announcements. I would encourage you to sign up because that is exactly what that class is geared to do, to help you identify those specific unique things. But in a general sense, when it comes to connecting with our purpose, coming out of 2020, um, this is what I, I just have a couple points that I think God has for us and that he wants us to glean from that. And the first is this. The first is this, that our true purpose is not primarily found in self-discovery, but in God-discovery. Our true purpose is not primarily found in self-discovery, but in God-discovery. Last weekend, Heather talked about our first connection, connection to God. And in that connection, I believe that is the most important of all four of the connections, because it's out of that connection to God that we can grow in all the other three, our connection to our purpose, church, and community. And according to the opinion article I referred to at the beginning, then if that is true, then finding our purpose is actually about self-discovery. It's about just trying trial and error and trying to figure out what brings you life and what brings you happiness and fulfillment. Uh, but that's not what biblical purpose is. God's idea of purpose, biblical purpose, is about doing it and finding it in relationship with him. It's about discovering his purposes for you, in fact. Let's look at Colossians 1, verses 15 through 16. This is the message version. Look what it says here about purpose in this sense. It says this, we look at the sun and see the God who cannot be seen. We look at the sun and see God's original purpose in everything created. For everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, rank after rank after rank of angels, Everything got started in him and finds its purpose in him. All of creation, every animal, every plant, every rock, all the angels, you and me, we are meant to find our purpose in him, in God. We got started in him and we find our purpose in him. See, the created can only discover its purpose by going to the creator. Only only the painter can tell you exactly the feelings, the emotions, the reasons, the meaning behind their painting that they created. Only the inventor can tell you what their invention is, purpose is, or what it's meant to do, especially if you don't have an owner's manual or something like that. But, but 
If we ask the painting, if we ask the invention, what's your purpose? We're going to get silence, right? But if we ask others, others, hey, what do you think this painting means? Or what do you think this thing, this invention is meant to do? We might get good guesses. We might get some good suggestions. But, but if we want to know what the true meaning is, the true purpose is, we have to go to the one who created it. And that's what we are made to do. We are made and are meant to find our purpose in relationship with God. It's meant for him to be the one to tell us what we were made for. If we try to find our purpose outside of God, just all on our own, all on self-discovery, we will at best be just a shadow of the people that we are meant to be. But God God, I thought I had plans for my life this last year. I thought you, 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 I felt like you had a plan and a purpose for my life, and I feel like that has been halted. I, I thought you told me to, to go down this path, and this is what you had for me, and it just feels like it's a total traffic jam after this past year. How could that be? How could that, how, I thought you were gonna help me with my purpose, if that's, if that's what Andrew's talking about. Well, in the Bible, there's a man named David, in the Old Testament. You may be very familiar with David, who became King David, but David is a great example of someone who God had a very important purpose or calling on his life. He was called to be the king, the king of Israel. And at the time, if you're familiar with the story, there was a prophet named Samuel. Samuel, everyone knew that Samuel spoke on behalf of God. And God was choosing the next king, and through Samuel, he chose David. He chose David, and so David knew that this was part of his purpose. But I'm guessing it didn't quite go exactly like David thought it would go. See, the current king was King Saul, and I, I often wonder, I wonder if David thought, okay, now that God's made it clear that I'm supposed to be king, even though David didn't even, he didn't even want to be king. He wasn't even trying to be king. God chose him for that. But, but I have a feeling that David thought, okay, I'm assuming that Saul's gonna take me under his wing. He's gonna teach me the ropes. He's gonna show me, hey, this is how you, how you lead the people of Israel. And then he's gonna pass the torch on to me. But that's not what happened at all. If you know the story, you know that, that actually Saul tries to kill David. That David spends years running from Saul. That he spends time hiding in the wilderness, hiding in a cave, trying to, to just survive from Saul. And it's in that space, in that space that David wrote a psalm. He wrote a, a psalm or a song, we would call it a song, a worship song to the Lord in which he talks about his sense of purpose and his idea of fulfilling his purpose, even in that difficult time. It's Psalm 57, verses one through two. And I wanna read this to you. It says this, this is the New Living Translation. It says, have mercy on me, O God, have mercy. I look to you for protection. I will hide beneath the shadow of your wings until the danger passes by. I cry out to God most high, to God who will fulfill his purpose for me. To God who will fulfill his purpose for me. See, oftentimes I think we get this backwards. I think we get this the other way around. I think we need to figure out what is my purpose that I need to fulfill for God. But in actuality, what David understood is that the primary responsibility is not on us, it's on God. That God is going to fulfill your purposes for you. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't have some role to play in that, that we don't need to be listening for God's voice, that we don't need to be obedient to God, but, but primarily the responsibility is actually on God. 
And when we have that train of thought, when we can see our purpose and live our life like that, all of a sudden, there's a freedom in it. There's a freedom in knowing that God is looking out for us, that God is going to see our purposes fulfilled, that we don't have to carry that burden. You know, last year, going into this year, the events of our lives and our nation, especially, you know, in the last week or two with the, the rioting at the Capitol and everything that in our nation feels so uncertain. We are living in such uncertain times. You know, I know that for so many of you, you have felt that uncertainty, much like David did in the cave. For others, you felt like David because you felt stuck in a cave. You've been isolated, so isolated and alone and staying at home and not being able to go and do the things, the regular things that you know that and believe that God wants you to eventually get back to being able to do. You haven't been able to do those things as freely as you wanted to. And every day has felt kind of like a lonely day in a cave, just like David felt. But, but take heart, David, David understood that, that his circumstances didn't diminish the purposes that God had for him. And, and, and God's purposes for you will not be diminished by the circumstances of last year and going into this year as well. We can still find purpose and trust in God in this season. If this last year feels like it has shaken or taken a sense of purpose from you, I promise you that God still has good, good purposes for your life. And it's, it's in relationship with him. It's in a continual relationship of God discovering that, we, that he reveals those purposes to us, not primarily in our self-discovery. Second thing I think we can learn about purpose from this last year is that our true purpose is simply to focus on becoming more like Jesus. And that might seem obvious, that might seem really simple, but I think it's important for us to remember when things are crazy, when we don't know what to do, we can always focus on Jesus and have the goal of fulfilling our purposes in him and of growing to be more like him. When we don't know what to do, when things are crazy, we'll never go wrong if we're, if we're working alongside God to become more like him. Going back to that first verse that I read in Colossians, Colossians 1.15, it said this, we look at this son and we see the God who cannot be seen. We look at this son and see God's original purpose in everything created. See, God's true and original purpose for everything, for everything, for every human being is to be like the sun. It's to grow to look like Jesus. You ever wonder why we're here on this earth? You ever wonder why you are here on this earth? Simply, it's to become more like Jesus, to grow in the image of God that you are meant to be. Why does God put us here at all? Why doesn't he just make us and take us right up to heaven and be with him? Well, this life, this earth is a training ground. It's a dress rehearsal. It's, it's a practice field for us to learn to become like Jesus. That's what God has for each and every one of us. But what does that mean and look like in hindsight of this past year? Well, it means that God's purpose for you has as much or more to do with transforming your character and growing your character than it does growing your career. It means, or as much as transforming your heart as it does your happiness, right? It's, it means that we need to look into the symbolic mirror at the reflection of our actions, our words, our attitudes over the last year, and to ask ourselves, uh, 
do I look more like Jesus? Or do I just have a few more gray hairs? Or a few more wrinkles? Right? Do I really look more like Jesus than I did last year? You know, Jesus was gracious. Jesus was forgiving. Jesus was loving and merciful and just. Jesus was self-sacrificing. You know, those are the character and qualities of Jesus. And so as we look back on this year, have we grown in those areas? Or have we become stagnant or even uh, diminished or declined in those areas? You know, it's easy to believe. It's easy to believe that we're fairly gracious people, right? Until we're put through an ungracious time. That's the real test, right? It's easy to believe that I'm a fairly loving person until I'm interacting with a lot of un, unlovely or unkind people who, you know, that's the true test. You know, I thought I was a patient person until my children test my patience, right? I thought I was a loving person until I was treated unlovely by someone. You know, if God said, hey, you get to be me for a day, I'm gonna let you be for me, and you can pick, it, you can pick a choice. You can say, hey, you can either choose to go back and change everything in the world that happened in 2020, change all the circumstances that were negative in the world, or you could choose to change the character of your kids' hearts. What would you choose? Now, I don't think God is not, does not care. I, I do not believe that God does not care. I know God cares about our circumstances. I know God is with us in these difficult times. But I also believe that God is, is even more concerned about growing us in our character to be more like Jesus and wanting to use these difficult times and what we're dealing with to grow us in that area. And now we, while we can't go back, we can and we must go forward. We must go forward in these areas if we wanna see God's purposes fulfilled in us. That means we need to repent. We need to ask forgiveness. We need to invite the Holy Spirit uh, God living within us to continue to change us and transform us because we can't do this on our own. We can't do this through just hard work and, and perseverance. We need God to change us into his image. 2 Corinthians 3, um, verse 18 says this. This is the New Living Translation. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. See, God, God's primary purpose for you is to grow to look more like Jesus. It's to grow to be more like him. We cannot go wrong with having that goal and having that mindset. Third thing I think this year has taught us, it's taught us that our true purpose is a balance of both being and doing. Our true purpose is a balance of both being and doing. Here's what I mean by that. If just you and I had a one-on-one -on -one conversation about, hey, what's your purpose, or what do you think your, God's purposes are for you? I have a feeling that a lot of the conversation would revolve around things like the things that God, you feel like God has called you to do, you know, the activities that God has called you to be involved in. You'd probably talk about how you feel like God has, part of your purpose is to help in this ministry or to serve or lead in this area or to care for this kind of group of people. And whatever we would talk about, I'm guessing most of those things would fall into the categories of doing of doing in the activity and action, rather than in the being, which is found more in our identity. 
You know, and that's because of our, the way we see the world. Our Western mindset is kind of this action mindset. It's a mindset of to-do lists, of workaholism, of get her done, right? It's, it's all about accomplishment, achievement, and measurable progress. But there is a reason. There is a reason we are called human beings and not human doings. There is a reason for that. It's because a biblical, God's biblical purpose, God's biblical idea of purpose is as much to do with being as it is our doing. You know, in the Gospels, Jesus did a lot. He taught amazing things. He healed so many people. He did so many miracles. The, the most important thing he did for us on the cross and rising from the dead so that we might be in right relationship with God the Father. But all those, in the midst of all those things of doing, Jesus never lost his sense of purpose in his being, in being the Son of God, in going off and finding times of rest, in spending time with the Father. He found as much of his purpose in that as in all the activity that he did. Now, if I'm honest, if I'm honest, for a big part of 2020, I was kind of going nuts internally. <laughs> I, I am such a doer. I find purpose in life and doing things and checking things off my to-do list. It's what gets me up in the morning, is going out and doing the work of the kingdom of God. But when things shut down, when things got postponed, when things moved remotely and, and became all online, and, and, and the, I wasn't doing the things the way I used to do them. I just experienced this anxiety for much of the year. I experienced a lot of it because if I, what's my purpose, God, if I can't do the things that I feel like you've called me to do like I normally would? Where's their, where's their purpose in that? That was the question I was often asking. And what I felt like God was showing me was that, hey, Andrew, I have as much purpose for you in your being and just being my son and just being my friend and just being my beloved as I do in all the things that you do. One of the verses a couple weeks ago that I was reading in my devotional time, I was reading in the book of Isaiah. And I read a verse that I, I'm confident I've read a number of times in my life, but for the first time, this verse jumped off me of the page like it was the first time I've ever read it. Have you ever had that experience where you're reading the Bible and all of a sudden it comes alive? Like that's one of the things I love about the Bible, that, that it's, it's, a li it's God's living word, that God speaks to us through it, that things can be like highlighted for us as so valuable, like God's trying to teach us something right then and there. And the verse that jumped off the page to me was Isaiah 44, 5, and this is what it says. It says, some will say, I belong to the Lord. Others will call themselves by the name of Jacob. So others will write on their hand the Lord's and will take the name Israel. Now the part that says, write on their hand the Lord's was the phrase that just jumped out to me so much. And so for over a month now, every day when I have gotten up and gotten out of bed, I've taken a pen, and on the back of my left hand, I have written the Lord's, Isaiah 44, 5. And by the end of the day, it fades off, and with all of my hand washing, I know we're doing a bunch of that these days, which is a good thing, uh, by the end of the day, it's kind of really faded or gone, and so every morning I get up and I write it again, and I write it the next day, and I write it the next day. And throughout the day, I see it all the time. I see it if I'm driving, I see it if I'm working or doing things. And, and every day, I am reminded of the simple truth that I am the Lord's. 
that I am the Lord's, that I am his son. And, and, and it reminds me that sometimes, sometimes when things aren't getting done, when the things I want to do I can't do, that, that just being the Lord's needs to be enough. Do you know that that's enough at times? That, that just being God's son or daughter is one of his primary purposes that he has for you. He finds as much of your purpose in that being as he does in all the doings. And I found so much peace and purpose in embracing that truth during this season and embracing that reality that no matter what's happening or what's going on, that I am the Lord's. Do you know that you are the Lord's, that you are God's, that, that he wants you to understand that as part of his purpose for you? You know, if 2020 has taught us anything about purpose, I believe that it's that our true purpose is discovered in God, that it's found in him, it's found in relationship with him, it's found in him revealing um, who and what he made us to be. You know, I don't, I, I'm confident, I would have never become a pastor trying through, through self-discovery. I would have never have figured that out, that that was my calling, if it wasn't God showing that to me and speaking that to me and revealing that to me. And I know my life would not have been as filled with purpose if I wouldn't have been listening to God and being obedient to him in that way. We find our purpose in dis and discover it in God. We find it in becoming more and more like Jesus. That, that, that through becoming more and more like Jesus, we are fulfilling the, one of the primary purposes that God has for us. And it's found as much in the being as it is in the doing. Now, I wanna wrap up with this quote. And I've seen or heard this quote a number of times over the last number of years, and it's been attributed to Mark Twain, although I think there's some debate if he actually said it or ever wrote it. But it goes like this. It says this. The two most important days of your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. The day you were born, we know that's an important day. But what if today is your purpose day? What if today is the day that you realize, maybe for the first time, or the first time in a long time, or acknowledge that it's in God uh, that you're gonna find purpose that God made you on purpose for a purpose. That even if, even if your parents didn't want you, that God wanted you, that he has a purpose for your life. What if today you come to acknowledge that you cannot find it all on your own, that that will be a shadow at best of what you were made for, but it's walking alongside in relationship with God that that's how you're gonna discover your ultimate purpose, that only the creator, only the creator can show you the created what you were made for? What if today is the day you don't get shaken or taken by the uncertainty or the isolation that this past year into the next year has, but rather you focus on simply becoming and being more like Jesus, where you, you cannot go wrong if that's your goal? What if today is that kind of a day for you? Now, I wanna, I, I wanna just end by praying for some of you. If you're specifically feeling this, just this major sense of purposelessness, of wondering what is my purpose and where has, where has my purpose been you know, in, the, in the last year, in the recent months, I wanna pray for you right now. So join me in prayer. Just come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit.
I pray, Lord, that you would come close and near to each and every person right now. I pray that you would express your love for them in some tangible way right now today. For all of those who are feeling a sense of of their purpose being shaken or taken from them this past year, would you encourage them? Would you restore them? Would you bring freedom to their souls that you have good and important purposes for their life and that those are not over and that those have not been you know, taken out of your control. And if any of the areas that have not gone as planned, would you just increase their faith, Lord, that you still have a purpose for them, that you will fulfill your purposes for them, just like King David understood. Would you make it known that they are yours, that they are the Lord's, that they are yours, God, And God, if there are any people tuning into this right now, whether they're watching it or listening to it, who have struggled to find their purpose, to struggle to find meaning from life, maybe they've struggled their whole life, who would say that, that, that they don't have a personal relationship with you, Lord, would you introduce yourself to them right now? Would you make yourself known to them? Would they sense something inside them that is of you? Would you let them know that you created them on purpose, for a purpose, for a beautiful purpose? Would you help to begin to lead them in figuring out what that purpose is in relationship with you and growing more and more like Jesus? We pray that in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, hey, let me just say this. If you are really specifically struggling with anything, but especially a sense of purposelessness, or you have any special needs that you want prayer for, you can absolutely reach out to us. You can email us at info at vcdc.org. Let us know what you want prayer for, and a pastor, a staff member will reach back to you this week. We'll connect with you. We want to pray for you. We don't want you to miss out on getting prayer in any capacity. And again, if as I was talking today, if you want to grow more in your sense of, well, what's my specific and unique purpose and how I'm uniquely wired, I would, again, I would encourage you to sign up for our equip class, Discovering Your Shape. Uh, you can email us at info at vcdc.org, and we'll make sure you get all the details uh, so that you can be a part of that class to, to, to grow in those areas. But for all, all of you, may you be blessed. May you know that God has unique and important and lovely purposes for your life. May you sense his presence as you go throughout your week. Pray that in Jesus' name, amen. Bless you guys. Have a great rest of your weekend. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. I hope that what you heard has encouraged you in your walk with Jesus. For more information and to contact us, go to vcdc.org. Well, bless you. Have a wonderful week.